0: Let Him Go Barefoot is a podcast that dives into all things parenting and education through the lens of mindful awareness. Conversations aim to bring forward patterns, beliefs, and attitudes that shape our expectations and ideas about what it means to raise healthy children. With the blend of science, ancient wisdom, and intuition, we will explore ways to support, nurture, and connect with our growing children while also nurturing and expanding ourselves. I am grateful you are here. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 19 of the Let Em Go Barefoot podcast. Today I have the pleasure of introducing you to my first couple interview. Nikki and Devon are so fun to talk to and the enthusiasm they have for the life they live is contagious, which is exactly what drew me in when I started following along their journey on Instagram. These kindred spirits met in college, and while Nikki went the way of a master's degree and working in her field of study, which was education, for seven years, Devon chose a myriad of jobs and kept his eye on living a life of flexibility and freedom. Things came to a head when Devon went to pick Nikki up from school one day and saw she was responsible for 70 kids. They started reevaluating things and got back to what really mattered, being together, living a life they enjoyed, and living rent-free. In our conversation, we talk about their journey to renovate an old school bus. The symbolism of this is not lost on me and the cross country travel they do while raising their two girls. We also talk about making choices that align with our values. We talk about freedom from debt. We discuss being creative with our finances, meal planning, scheduling our days, and even how we use the spaces that we inhabit. And we talk about being scared to step outside of the norm, but how liberating it can be when we answer the call of our soul. The Prince family is definitely showing up with a grateful heart and teaching us how to be passionate about parenting and love. But before I turn you over to Nikki and Devon, let's hear from their daughter, Zoe, who is prepping us for their next big adventure. Go ahead. Mom, you ready for the drive? I am. Are you ready? Here is my conversation with Nikki and Devon Prince.
1: Well, I'm Devon Prince. I'm Nikki. And
2: we have two daughters, Zoe and Peace. And we travel the world on a school bus that we turned into a dining <laughs> home. Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> well, we met in college in Florida.
2: About what now? It's 2010. So 12 years ago. And we got together about four years ago now. And in that four years, we have done a lot. It has been an adventure. It's been so much fun. And we're just excited to talk about it.
0: I'm excited to have you here. I will tell you of all, there's so many wonderful Instagram pages, but I, when I need a little pick me up, I go to your page because you're all, you always provide such insight and happiness. And it, it brings me back to, you know, my, the, the younger days with my own kids. And, um, you know, I didn't have Instagram when they were little, because i was not you know cool and, and on the <laughs> cusp of the, of the new technology at the time um but i just i love how you share your experiences and your story and it's very unique obviously and as you said unconventional or un- not traditional but yet that's what makes it so interesting and fun to watch so could you all just kind of lead us into how you got here and what made where were the turning points and kind of what decisions led you to to make this choice
2: absolutely so like he said we met in college and um you know we were really good friends then and I think that's when we kind of like knew that we were kind of about a crazier life and like on like spontaneous right at one point um one of our hangout sessions we were just hanging out and um we're like you want to drive to Chicago mind you we were in Florida and we literally wow
1: too, maybe a couple.
2: I think we had class and then both of us probably had to work and we're like, okay, this isn't a smart decision. But we really were very close to just <laughs> upping and driving to Chicago. You can just
1: do it and come back and make it to class.
2: Right, it'll be yeah. no problem. So when we ended up getting together, um,
1: you were living... I was
2: living in Jacksonville. He was living in Georgia at his family's property. And so I convinced him to move to Jacksonville with me and...
1: take <laughs> much <convinced
2: him? laughs> And his condition... Say that again, Davon.
1: It didn't take much
2: convincing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we already loved each other, so it was all easy. Uh, so we moved. He moved to Jacksonville for me, on the condition that hey, I want to oh, okay. go back to the property, um, and I know that it's not in the greatest shape, but it's rent free, and that's where we wanted to get to. So living mm. in Jacksonville, every weekend we would drive. We would get off work. Cause I think we were bartending and serving mm-hmm. at that time so we would get off work at like two midnight minutes. two in the morning drive two hours to georgia to demolish the house and like start renovating and then like basically get it ready to move there that summer and so we lived in Jacksonville from january to july
1: so the drives are about uh, two in the morning get there about you know three four in the morning work Till so, like, maybe afternoon and then get right back on the road.
2: To get back to Jacksonville because yeah. we had to work yeah. and live yeah. live yeah. life so, there.
1: So it's at that moment where we kind of like, man, we're spending a lot
2: of time in the car. We know that we're about the hard work life.
1: Right, we like to travel. We want to travel and see every state.
2: So how can we bring all this together and... Uh, I mean, I
1: think time has a weird way of, like, when you actually converse about things, like... Putting way, it out
2: to the universe. I mean, it has
1: a weird way of, like, making it possible. So one of my real close friends she bought an RV, uh, demolished and it. Demolished it. She said, "You know, I want to sell it.
2: I don't want this project um, anymore." And I kind of looked at her
1: and I said, "Should we buy it?" And then she said, "Well, I'll sell it to you for 900.
2: nine hundred
1: dollars." And me and Nick kind of looked at each other and said, uh, "Well, it's demolished, but who can say they bought their first home for a hundred dollars? You oh, know, <laughs> for, less, for less than a thousand dollars, right?" So uh, we we're like, "Let's,
2: just Let's do it." it. And you can probably see some, you know, early pictures of the RV, but it was a mess and we made it even more of a mess and thinking that it was going to be this great thing because, you know, it's just going to work out, but we had zero building skills. We we still kind of say we have zero building okay. skills. We just <laughs> put things together. Like I definitely
1: think the the early on travels and always getting back in the car and, and then needs we, we always knew we wanted to travel, but it's like, how can we do it? Yeah.
2: Inexpensively yeah, and yeah. more comfortable because we, you know, we fine on our road trip in the car, but how cool would it be to be able to park somewhere and then our whole house is there. Like we can make a snack, we can go to sleep, we can play a game. So we did the RV life for a good six months. We knew that we were going to get pregnant because we had planned that out. And um, we had a friend that helped us with the RV who had got a bus right before we left. And he was like, you know, it's you, it's yours. Like this bus has your name on it whenever you guys want it. So after we made it to Colorado in the RV, we were like, okay, well, th- we're going to get pregnant in a couple months. Let's see if Ray still has the bus. We called him. He was like, Oh, you mean your bus that I told you was already yours. Yeah. Come get it whenever. <laughs> So we drove from Colorado to Georgia. It took us four days. We drove at 15 miles an hour because we were having mechanical issues. Got the bus, and it has been a dream (laughs) since.
0: That is dedication like I have never (laughs) heard before. Right. Wow. So you're saying, when was this? What year was this? We We
1: got on the road. We got on the road,
0: I mean, December 1st, 2020. For
2: 2020,
1: 2019.
2: Yep, 2020. And then we got the bus July 2021. And then we got pregnant the end of that year, September 2021. And then we stopped our travels for a little bit until we had Peace who was born right at home. <laughs> on wow. <the> bus. <laughs> and we're about to get back on the road too. It's so amazing. And that we're so excited. excited.
1: Couple weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: It's been a it's been a whirlwind but amazing super fun journey.
0: <laughs> One thing that sticks out to me immediately when you're talking is just like i said the dedication but also you just you saw you had a vision and you just stuck with it and you put the hard work in and it was difficult i mean just you telling me about traveling that time of the night i mean i'm tired just hearing that but you know you're a lot <laughs> you guys are a lot younger than me and so you have a lot more energy <laughs> and and maybe if i had that vision when i was your age i probably would have you know been a little bit more excited about doing it as well you know which kind of leads me into that question i'm sure a lot of people have is that how how do you square that choice living in, um, rent free, of course, I mean, nobody would question that, that, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) Um, but kind of not taking the traditional path. Was it something that maybe you both were kind of inspired to do from your own families or was it just sort of, you saw things and you were like, we're not going to do it this way. right?
1: I'm not traditional at all.
0: Yeah. He's the absolute opposite of traditional. I think that's (laughs) what intrigued me about him in college. I'm like, who
2: is this guy? You know, like I'm in college to go to my, you know, get a career and do all the things that society tells you to do. Whereas, babe was just like, nah, I'm good. He's worked. What do you say?
1: I'm 100,000. 100,000. 100,000. i have a hundred jobs. Over a hundred jobs. I think a lot of people ask a lot of questions um, when they already know the answer. So, you know, at some point you just don't really ask any questions anymore and just enjoy the answer that you kind of know already
2: in your heart yeah Yeah, and you just do it I've always been intrigued by the the tiny living and that was something that I always knew that I could do but yeah I had a whole I had a whole career I was in the school system for seven years I got my master's I put all my eggs in one basket And so when we got together he was you know dropping me off at work and at that point I was in I was supposed to be a reading interventionist that's what my job title was but the there was a long-term sub situation. so they asked me to come in and teach fourth grade reading and long story short I ended up you know being in a library teaching 70 kids just myself and he came in and like was picking me up from school and was just like this is what I'm dropping you off at every day like this is a madhouse like this is not healthy and I'm just like yeah but the kids because that's what I was there for like you know the system it's just not it doesn't serve it's what it's supposed to serve. Right. I mean, I guess it is because it's set up the way, but that's a whole other conversation for another day. <laughs> but he was just like, you know, this, like, are you happy? And I'm like, of course not. I mean, like I am, but I'm not like, I, this is, this is insanity. So he's like, well, have you ever thought about quitting? And I was just like, of course, I, I've always thought about it. But what would I do, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, he kind of was just like super supportive and gave me the courage. And I was just like, you know what, actually, I am. And <laughs> I just, it was it was the day after April Fool's because I was like, I don't want anybody to think I'm joking. Right. <laughs> so on April 2nd, <laughs> on April 2nd, twenty I don't remember what year it was but I, I, I just walked out. I I told my kids, I was just like, I love y'all to death. Like I gave them my number. I was like, anybody who wants to call me, I will pick you guys up and like go on a play date with you. I love y'all, but I just cannot do this anymore. Like, and I remember the first interview I had for another job, I cried my eyes out because I was just like, wait a minute. Like, how did I I just quit my career? (laughs) Like, yes, exactly. But Mm -hmm. then we started working together and that's when we kind of knew like, man, this is so much better. Like, cause I'd rather be with you even if the job kind of like sucks, I'd rather just be with you. And, um, so that's, you know, we threw all the traditions out the window. I mean, he kind of, he really, really helped with that.
0: <laughs> well, and I love what you said to Devon, about the fact that a lot of times we have the answers inside of us. We just don't want to hear them. Right. We don't want to hear what they are. So you know, we, we get a nudge, we get a, a sort of like an inkling, and then mm-hmm. maybe even a maybe something lines up, and we're like, "Oh, the universe is talking to me again." And oh, there's another hint. <laughs> so I, I agree. I think you're right that there's is a lot of people who may be listening who's are saying, "This sounds amazing. This sounds intriguing. I it feels so freeing, but I just can't. Just can't." Mm-hmm. So. You know what's what's some advice you can offer based on your experiences and kind of how you've gotten to where you are that you can you can sort of shine a light on on that for people. Babe, um,
2: Babe says this to me all the time. <laughs> he he's very morbid at points, but it really helps us kind of like in his <laughs> lifestyle. Joke, so he'll yeah. he'll look at me and be like, "We could die, today. What do you want to do?" <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god! Right, it's babe. so true though. It, it
1: is so true. It's a beautiful morbidness, though, right? I, you <laughs> know, I think touching back on when I said earlier is that. Are truly, fully involved people, they know what they want to do, but then they might ask someone that they love, and then now their statements may deter that person from doing it. Um, and also, the biggest thing is even if you're scared to do it, just do it scared. Do it anyway. And see what comes out of that, right? Um, I think a lot of times the beauty is in the lesson, and you can't get to the lesson if you're scared to go through whatever dark forest may be in front of you right so just remember that you're the light there's always going to be a dark forest there but you know you are the light so if you you never just take time and enjoy the experience i'm pretty sure you'll be happy with yourself going through whatever experience it is
2: right i think too we have to you know you have to challenge yourself to get comfortable with being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and That, I feel like, is what a lot of people run away from because they're just like, oh, no, I I can't. Like, I've done this this way forever, and it's just, why not try something new and just see what happens? It could be a complete failure, but it could also be amazing. And if you don't take the chance and the risk to do so, then how will you ever know? And I just, you know, I couldn't, I always knew that I wanted homeschool. I always knew that I didn't, like, I wasn't going to make it to teach for thirty years and you know, retire, but I didn't know how I was gonna do it and I don't think I think that was what was holding me back. Like what do I do? I have to have a plan. I have to figure out what's the next step and it's just like no, just, just do it and then see what happens because life is gonna present you with what you need and just follow that.
0: Hey, I wanted to jump in here and alert you to the fact that the recording platform I use went offline uh, during our conversation, and we lost some of our discussion, unfortunately. And at this point in the conversation, this is this is where we lost each other. So we pick up with Nikki sharing the words of one of her many lovely posts on Instagram. Why don't we go ahead and share the video of, or not the video, but the the caption on one of your posts that was Zoe speaking into the microphone on the bus, which. To me, sort of encapsulates the experience. um, What we were just talking about, kind of like the good and the bad, and you know, Mm -hmm. you got to take them both. So, if you don't mind, would you would you share that caption with us? And by the way, for those who want to find it, it was a March sixteenth, twenty twenty two post
2: of Zoe on the bus, just speaking into the microphone, letting everybody get ready. So it says, "Our house isn't traditional in any sense at all. The way we educate isn't traditional at all. But traditional doesn't work for everyone." Every morning we wake up on this bus, we are grateful for freedom. Is it always easy? Absolutely not. Is it always worth it, though? For sure. We have our struggles, our life seems like a mess at times, and sometimes things just aren't fun, but that's life, isn't it? It's how we choose to respond to those moments that's important. I imagine that Zoe will grow up and talk about how she lived on a school bus and it was the most fun. She's always expressing to us how she loves her life and Trippy is the best house ever. We do the silliest and most simple things, like having a campfire, and she'll say, this is the best night ever. It makes us so happy that to know she'll have these memories forever, as will we. Traditional doesn't work for us, and that's okay. If it doesn't work for you either, kudos to you. Move to the beat of your own drum. You don't need permission. You just need to live. Everyone struggles. Nothing will be perfect. So enjoy what you can, because why the hell not?
0: Why the hell not? Why the hell not? <laughs> That's
2: right.
1: I what? love it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if you that kid movie. What is that about? So is the, no, know, my own I'm job? That. Um,
2: that is Avivo. Uh, <laughs> right. <It's> Live, <laughs> right? Yeah. Isn't that what that means? Yeah. Like, you got to just go out there and be you. And, the you know, if any if a bunch of people think you're weird, the weird ones will stick. And those are going to be your people. And, those, mm-hmm. you know, so
1: I'd rather mm-hmm. have all the
2: weird people that stick around because the other ones might just diminish your spirit and no one needs that around here
0: mm-hmm. yeah do not diminish my <laughs> that's the other part of um underneath your bio you have unschooling for freedom with a grateful heart and then um the the other part with the peaceful parenting or, or not peaceful parenting necessarily but passionate about parenting and love but in my mind i'm i imagine there's a lot of peace in there yeah quite literally actually <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) right, right. She's so sweet.
2: Oh my gosh,
0: she's so cute. She was peacefully sleeping back here, too. And she, I was wondering, (laughs) well, so can you walk us through sort of like what a day's like for you guys? And then also, while you're thinking about that, how do you plan? How do you organize? You know where you're gonna go, and um, what does that look like? Does somebody take the lead on kind of researching areas, or do y'all just sit down as a family and just sort of map it out? No, Nikki
1: is definitely not only just for planning. Like <laughs> so. oh, <it's-> I
2: mean,
0: it's just
1: like my favorite.
2: Oh yeah, I love organization. I love the before and after of like pulling everything out and everything being a mess, and then it just being a beautiful thing afterwards. And
1: so it starts with um, what city you want to go to, and what means are free what zoos are free what are all the free activities in that city that we can go to that's typically the start of the city and then sort of right kind of keep more to- right
2: i was gonna say that's the start when it gets to you guys <laughs> because i'm like all right guys what do y'all want to do while we're here we're going to this state so pretty much we have like a. A trajectory right we know we want to see all all the states and we're just trying to go at it in a, a linear way kind of when we did the rv we went from georgia and we just started going west so we hit you know alabama mississippi louisiana texas and then we started shooting up to new mexico colorado so when we get back on the road we're going to continue shooting west but we're going to go like above those states so i'll start with okay we're going to tennessee where are the cities that like we want to visit tennessee to or like what are the things to do And so I'll pull a bunch of activities and then I'll ask, you know, babe and and Zoe, like, Hey, is there anything particular you guys want to do? Or does this sound fun? And then I'll weed out like the cities from that. And then we'll decide on like the cities that we go to. And then I'll plan out like the week, not that this actually happens all the time, but I'll plan out the week. Like, okay, we're going to this museum on Tuesday. We're going to this playground on Wednesday. We're going here. These are our rest days. We're just going to relax in the bus and like do nothing. This is our travel day and um that's kind of like our loose plan and um the only time I can really get us rigidly on something is if we already bought, bought tickets so I'm just like all right guys we have to go we bought tickets or I reserved <laughs> right. the tickets already so this is on the schedule but other than that I mean we're very flexible like we've met we met one of our really good friends that we met on Instagram in Maryland she's in Maryland and um I think we stayed like a couple of days extra just to like go out and meet with them um we were in Colorado with my best friend. We were only supposed to stay for two weeks. We ended up staying for like a month.
0: <laughs> um, That's amazing. Yeah. So
2: the freedom, right, is, is a big, big thing. Like, we're very flexible because we know that we could just pick back up. Like, if we decided to stay in the city for a little bit longer, okay, I'll just shift everything back. Like, the, the activities are still going to be there. It might not be that we landed on the free day, but maybe we skip that and we just go to this cool playground mm-hmm. instead because <laughs> finances is very important,
1: too. like we said, every day looks different as well, so that. But like one day when we do make it to the museum, we might, and it's just so it's just so different, right? Like, you might have a lesson real quick in the morning with over, but then you might do a lesson at the playground.
2: Right, them. right.
1: Uh, just make sure you fit in the Right.
2: We have, like, a loose, like, things, like, these are the things that we need to do today. Like, we have to work out. We got to do some sort of, like, exercise. We obviously have to eat, and we, so we have to plan in time for either meal prepping, because we don't eat out a lot at yeah. all. So, you know, packing lunches and stuff like that, there are things that we have to do daily, but every day definitely looks very Mm -hmm. different. And, you know, when you wake up in a different city, sometimes it's just like, okay, wait, We'll be in Walmart like, wait, where are we yeah. at again? We do that all the time. We're like, wait, where are we at again? <laughs> oh, we're in Albuquerque.
0: <laughs> I'm like, what day of the week is it? And you guys are like, what city are we in? <laughs> oh, it's
2: the same thing. Like, wait a minute, what day is it? <laughs> I need, need these
1: stores to say like the target of right. uh, Walmart. Uh, <laughs> right.
2: uh, it is pretty funny though, because when we do go into Walmart, it kind of like, that's one of our, I guess, what do you want to say? Like markers of where we are, because... Walmart does a lot of clothing, like to the state. So, like, we'll see a bunch of shirts that say New Mexico, and we're like, okay, we're in New Mexico. Or like, you go to Orlando, all like you see all the Disney stuff, right? You know, so that's like, okay, well, all right, that's where we are (laughs) because I forgot for a second.
0: (laughs) Well, and um, you know, you mentioned the thing about scheduling around the museums and things that are free and the activities, and I just think that's a great insight for even staying put if you're in a city you know i mean making your days about what's what are the options because there's so many great things that are available to people without any cost or a very low cost so and many. and i think some people worry about homeschooling thinking right. that they can't yeah. afford it because of this that or the other and 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 that is the reality for some people um but how how would you say you have organized things financially to support the lifestyle
2: right Right. So I was going to say to the people who think that they can't afford it, I'm just going to say, if we can afford it, <laughs> anybody can afford it. Because we, by no means, have a lavish financial situation. Wow. We, um,
1: I think that's a step one is how to eliminate expenses. Uh, there's a lot of expenses in your day-to-day life that may just seem like a necessary overhead, but then if you look at it, okay do i really need the netflix and the hulu and the youtube tv right um so so many subscriptions everyone subscribes, right Uh, but when you take time i said okay i actually can make a a decent meal for my whole family with just five dollars nikki challenged us uh some point to make meals for
2: five dollars a day Uh, we did it for a month right (laughs)
1: and so in these challenges like, okay, I actually can do this. So when you actually find yourself in the bill is just thirty dollars, you might have thought that thirty dollars was nothing, but now that I spent my family for just five dollars, the thirty dollar bill just looks insane to me. I'm like, Why am I spending thirty five dollars? for this food it's actually for one meal
2: right it's just like one meal like we order chinese food yeah it's like 30 dollars, but that's just dinner for monday night right i can take 30 dollars to the grocery store and we can figure out meals and stuff like that for like four days you know so that there's
1: fun fun in the creativity yes there's a certain challenge that i think food is a Mm -hmm. big one people's biggest expense how am i going to eat right because if you're on the road you have shelter you have the rv you have shelter that's check one and then step two is well, how am I going to eat? I think people do eat a little like expensive, so I would just say just lean on trying to make some cool creative challenges for yourself to see how cheap can you make this meal. Just challenge yourself to. You know, make how many fire, you how know. many
2: days in a row can yeah. we stomach peanut butter and jelly <laughs> for lunch <once laughs> until we get tired of it? Like okay, yeah, right. Okay, so now let's switch them up. Right, let turkey,
1: like turkey and cheese. Just go grab you a bunch of veggies. Right.
2: Right. And then what other? I mean, the biggest expense really we have right now is gas. Like, like you said, like really. I think a lot of time when it comes to finances, people are scared and people run away from numbers, especially if you're not good with numbers. And so I like to tell people like just don't be so afraid of that. And I you know challenge people like take your bank statement for like the last month or two. I mean if you really want an eye opener, do it for the last three months. But just do for a month, right? And take some highlighters, highlight every single time you you know bought food, add that up and see what you're spending. Figure out how many times your card is being auto debited because of all the subscriptions. See where you can, like, limit that. And then you'll realize soon how much money you could be utilizing in other areas on things that really do, like, spark joy for you. So
1: You got it down to just, like, car insurance and phone bill.
2: Yeah, our car insurance, mm-hmm. our phone bill, and gas. So that's really all of our, our expenses. And we try to pay those off for a couple months in advance. That way we really don't have to worry about it just in case we get into, like, a tight spot. And it's just like, oh no, oh great, we already paid the phone bill. Cool.
1: worry, for society, if there is a bill to be paid, it's hanging over your head. But if I'm traveling and they're paid up for six months, I don't have to worry about it. Day-to-day. I can be present. I can enjoy life because again, yeah. we can die from <laughs> I can be Present every day, um, and have that, you know, blocked off so you're not. It's so rough if every day you're just worried about, oh, okay, I gotta make sure this is paid, this is paid. But we've been, it been there too? some of those layers and take away a lot of things. There's a lot of many things you need to survive in the water,
2: food, water, and <laughs> right. And each other. Yes, yeah, right. And each other.
0: Right. It's like what what I was saying, that like home is where the heart is. Right. So you, yep. you guys have each other and you have such a wonderful connection. It's so obvious with the shares that you have and and the the just love, just like I said, oozes off the Instagram page and it's exciting to watch. It gives, it gives promise and hope to people, I think. And, um, you know, when you were talking about the budgeting, when my kids were younger and we are a one income family and we, we went without for a lot of things, you know, we didn't take big trips. We even sold a car and just had one car for a while. And it was inconvenient, of course, because, um, sometimes it was like, well, we can't go today because we don't have a car and, or, but, but we also, have a nice yard that we can utilize and yep. a space close by yep. so it is about prioritizing and and gosh yes the whole like auto debiting thing that is the demon
1: oh no, seriously <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> about the yard too there's a certain you you can't run away from the creativity that it takes to make that yard multiple things right to be so fun yard for a child you have to make that yard uh, a lava uh, pit you know, <laughs> Right. Lava, in, right? And, <laughs> there's so many that the fun is in the creativity. I think if you can lean on creativity, you can make anything work.
2: Right, like sometimes where, yeah. you know, it's just like, okay, Zoe's really hungry right now. and We know we're on the road or something, you know? We're okay, how can we get creative to distract her and have a good time and, you know, connect in that. And then we'll get to where we need to be and we get the food or whatever. Like, like you said, like being creative in any situation is going to distract you from maybe the stress that you might be feeling so
0: well, and you know, because you guys are homeschooling and traveling, is that something that you decided ahead of time that you were going to do, or was this kind of like, and uh, you you were homeschooling because you were traveling?
1: Oh um, no, we, we both separately wanted to. So I personally, uh, in sixth grade, decided. Wow. Like, I'm my kids to school. I'll and like it kind of started like shaping myself out. Like okay, you know, I'm a, I'm going to have to meet someone who's okay with. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I also it's smart for me because like, oh, I need to have to be smart, <laughs> you know, a nerd like myself, uh, self-proclaimed nerd at that. Uh, so Nikki being a teacher for seven years and just being already such a good friend of mine, I just I already knew, like, she's perfect for the job.
0: <laughs> she fit that job description, didn't she? Right, right. I didn't
2: even have to put in an application. I got
0: recruited.
2: <laughs> so for me, it was just,
1: I, I kind of went at relationships like you you and Nikki were saying earlier. Support is huge. So I couldn't have this vision in, you know, sixth grade or whatever, but, you have to find someone that's going to support your vision uh, and, and make that work mm-hmm. and create a vision together. So luckily for me, luckily for me, she had her own vision of like, okay, I'm a teacher, and I don't want to send my kids to this.
2: Right, and I, every year got closer and closer
1: for Zoe to go
2: into kindergarten, and I just, I, you know, I've I've always taught in pretty low income schools and because I just felt like that you know they're more needed and but at the end of the day I was competing with YouTube at that point. I was competing with YouTube, I was competing with Minecraft, Fortnite, all these things. So I was trying really hard to like just have fun with my kids, but you can't really do that in the school setting, right? Like you have you're boggled down by this curriculum. And so i would sometimes get in trouble because my class was too loud because we were rapping about the water cycle or something <laughs> like that you know and i would take them outside right. to do their work because you know all under the forest and white like oh this is just too Wait,
1: much David, I just, right exactly
2: so i was just like you know i just want I, all i wanted to, was to be around a bunch of kids and you know to just have fun learning with them so i knew that i just let I me mean, have my own bunch of kids and like have fun with them so I knew that we wanted to homeschool, and when it, when we ended up moving to Georgia, I think that's when we decided, because I didn't...
1: That helped us go on the road, too. Yeah,
2: that we definitely were, helped us go on the road, because we had a lot. a lot of freedom, but we were working, and then we were homeschooling, and... Um, I was missing a lot. She was missing a lot, and we decided that, okay, what we let's go back to what our vision was. Our vision was family time, right? And so that's when we decided to like leave our jobs and things. But the homeschooling, we—I mean, that's been a whole process too. Like, I started homeschooling. You know, we red- redid one of the rooms in the back of the whole homeschooling classroom, and I got a bunch of curriculum books and things like that.
1: Think that do right, work.
2: thinking that it was going to be my own little classroom, right? Because that's what it's going to be—the classroom that I always wanted it to be. And then I remember sitting in the room one day, and I was just like, okay. I left the classroom because I didn't want to do this. I didn't want her to be subjected. I think it was one time she didn't want to do a worksheet and I was like, come on, we have to finish it. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, I just don't want to do it right now. And I was just like, okay, that kind of like checked me in my brain. Like, okay, why did I do this? I left the classroom because I didn't want it to be a classroom. So I started de-schooling myself and, you know, reading some books and, um, just learning about, you know, what else is out there about education. Cause like I knew in my heart what the foundation was, I knew that my kids needed connections just fun and just like have fun learning. And but I didn't realize how much, you know, you, you're also not needed. They could just explore and learn so much that you wouldn't even think that they would have picked up just through conversation and, and hanging out and being exposed to certain things. So the de process eventually got us into, you know, when we got on the road, it was road schooling, right? We still did a couple of, you know now it was the museums was our curriculum and um but we now i guess you know we consider ourselves unscored because again untraditional and i mean it works for us there's there's we go through seasons right there's certain seasons when where
1: she's journey, you'll find right i mean
2: and, and it always changes too and, and being okay with being ever changing you yeah. know and and not Downing yourself on like, oh, I changed my mind. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to to do something different if this isn't working. It's not a failure. It's a it's a learning experience. Okay, I learned that this does not work for us. Like, let's move on and figure out something else. Yeah,
0: like failure is just you know it's not working and you're still doing it over and over and over again. And just like, ah, why is it not changing?
2: (laughs) Um (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, and I can relate to the feeling of the Sitting and down in the classroom, you know, I had the romanticized version of I'm going to make a better classroom, you know, in my house, and we're going to have yep. we're going to have a space, and it's going to be beautiful and colorful and inviting. And I I did so much, and then I remember having that headbutting moment with my son, and I was like, ah, why am I feeling this way? I'm so mad right now. <laughs> and then <it> was <laughs> right. like, it yeah. And it was like, it's not him, it's me. Eventually, you know, at first I was like, he just won't cooperate. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I even thought, well, maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Maybe I need to send him to school. And then yeah, obviously that did not happen, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> um, and yeah, you're right. It really is kind of a battle within your own self and your own ego and your mm-hmm. own belief system, and you really have to pull it all out and look at it. So no, I love that, that story and that transition that you, you had. And like you said, you pull that one string or that one thread and lots of things start unraveling. Yep. So, you know, it makes perfect sense hearing your story that you all are traveling in a bus and doing what you're doing because it's, it's just so freeing. And um, so speaking of, so you said, Devon, you were full-time employed and then you, like you said, you were missing things with the family and you really just were like, this is not how we were talking about having things unfold so what what was sort of like how how did you all make the decision to transition to full-time living in the bus and and then also how did you decide where to work and how to work and that sort of thing
1: right um so a large part of the relationship is family meeting whenever necessary and a lot of times like every night, right? So, um, there was one particular night where I got off from work and we were just, just want to be very logical and practical. And we said, How many hours are we getting together every day, realistically? Not on average, just seriously. Every week, how much family time are we getting? And I don't know, the number was something. It was like 10 hours a week or something <gasps> oh, yeah. and um, it was at that yeah. point right because you know I was working 45 minutes away might not get back home because of traffic so it's an hour 15 minutes coming home and uh, then I have to cook I can't be present with the family while I'm cooking you can you can, you know be there but it's not the same and then after you cook at family time and you can't all cook in a how you Right. All all right yeah um, <laughs> Well, I'm thinking about in the house.
2: Oh yeah, right. Yeah, right. Well, I mean that yeah. was still so yeah, well,
1: a <laughs> yeah. um, but uh so that that, that conversation was eye opening and we said, uh, you know, I, I, I we don't want to do this. And that just couple, as I was saying earlier, whereas though once you are having these conversations, the universe is gonna challenge you and present things to say, Well, are you How serious? How bad do you, about really want it? Are you serious about what you were talking about? Because there's an R V that someone is selling, you can buy it. You want to travel around cheaply, this will provide it. So are you gonna actually open that door that you was knocking on and um just opened it? <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean he just he quit and cause and then we broke down the numbers and we were like, Okay, with our bills that we have, realistically, how much do we need to make a day? Right? And it, wasn't, right? A and it yeah. wasn't a lot. Like we added up, you know, there's a few bills that we had, we divided it by thirty and we're like, if we can pull in this much money a day, then we'll be fine. Like you know, and um, so then we started Instacarting as a family, and that was helping Zoe out a lot with, you know, I just read an article that kids graduating from high school don't know how to grocery shop, and I get it because I was there, right? I went to college for the very first time. I went to go buy some Gatorade, and I was like, I can't afford this. I have to, like, work an hour and a half before I can buy these six Gatorades. And I remember, like, calling my mom and, like, thank you for feeding me for all of these years because this is crazy. But, like, Zoe even now, like, you know, just from our experiences, she'll she'll look and be like okay i'm gonna get this one because this one is cheaper and then she'll you know weighing the vegetables and and really understanding how to shop and how to shop yeah and then like she'll notice sometimes when when um We'll have an Instagram order and maybe someone has like a whole bunch of stuff out of the frozen aisle and she'll like pick something up and be like, Man, these people probably don't cook (laughs) (laughs) Like, Oh man. Like, you know? It's just these things that are gonna get embedded in her naturally just because of the lifestyle we live. So that's Mm -hmm. that's been great too. Um, because financial literacy is not something, um, you know, any of us really get taught about, but for our community, the African American community, it's like they just scare people so much. into just not knowing anything. Right. Mm. And so we don't want our kids to go through that. Like you don't want, we want them at the end of the day, like, okay, whatever it is that you want to do, like you have the funds for it. Like whether that's to go to college, whether that's to pursue a career, you know, what do you always say? Pursue a career. just like taking pictures of elephants, like you have the freedom to do it because oh, really? we've set you up like financially and you understand how to, know have the money work for you and not let it be this thing
1: overhead
2: just stressing you out yeah
1: so yeah yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a big it wasn't a big um it wasn't a big conversation for me like i said i kind of knew it's what you want more i was more upset about not spending time with family versus not um,
2: having the money to pay the bill
1: and then more money starts to come as you spend more time with family right it works itself out when you are actually doing something
0: that you're happy about. Yeah, right. well, it's I think it is about putting setting your sights on something and being mm-hmm. being really solid in your mind and heart about what direction you're going. And and I think a lot of people. Unfortunately, in our society, because it's so fast paced and it's so flashy, and it's you know, success is yep. having things, not being with right. people you love. And I, I, really I just really want really that beautiful. reframe yeah. massively. You know, I, I'm that's kind of a goal of mine, just from my own personal experiences. To we've centered so many things that are not healthy for us, and call it success. Yep. And yet, at the Ooh. end of the day, who's there beside your bed when, like you said, Davon, when you're not here anymore, who's standing beside your bed? You know, is it your car? (laughs) Is is it all those, all those people you thought that you're were your friends?
1: And you kind of gotta like remember that, like, you know, even the people that miss you when you're gone, they're gonna be gone too. So what are we doing, right? So (laughs) you kind of gotta remember that this is only you have one time, right? (laughs) Your life, as far as we know. Um, And yeah, I think when you close your eyes at night, you really do have to be satisfied with. Decision making. So for me, as long as I wake up and I'm, you know, just trying to be a, a, a beam of positivity for somebody, um I think that that's it. our family motto is pipes so to be trying to participate
2: in positivity every, every second.
1: second. Yay! I think all the other are gonna fall in their or where they may, where
0: they may. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you an A plus plus on that because it's working. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, for, thank you. Yeah,
2: seriously, that's all. Like we aim to do it. It makes my heart. I, I want to cry when you say that. You know, you come to our page and it's, it's. You know, you can just feel love because that's that's what we want to put out into the world. like regardless of you know, anytime we pick up the phone, even as a bill collector, hey, how are you doing today? No, I don't have money to pay you, but I hope you have an awesome day today, and then I'm Aww, sure you'll call me God. again. You know, or
1: like yeah. you know right behind the screen <laughs> <laughs> it
2: <looked that> nice.
0: <laughs> what did you say again davon
1: i was saying right because why do you have to be mean to people just because they're behind a screen or a phone call like you, you wouldn't just if somebody calls your phone and you just curse them out because they're just doing their job right. just give them love too right <laughs> they're at work that's okay? a great
0: <laughs> great point <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not them that set that system up. They're just trying to get a paycheck and feed their right, family too.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah, gosh. Y'all, mm, y'all are awesome. I'm going to tell you, I mean, while I'm listening to you, I'm like, okay, well, I think you could probably make a cookbook easily on how oh, to um, cook, cook meals for $5 a day. Um, and I agree. I think when you make life a challenge like that, it it's fun. And right. I mean, yeah, it can be stressful, but it is very interesting when you break it all down and look to see where your money's going because your money is energy and you're also yes. choosing, you're making a choice about where you're putting your energy by where you spend your money. I, really so, like, that. Yeah. I like
1: that a lot. I like that a
0: lot. That's a good you point. know, because it is, it's kind of like you're you're saying I value this and I'm going to exchange some money for right. it. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I've, I will just be, vulnerable here and let you know that, you know, I grew up with not very much, um, in, in the finance world. And I was the first in my family of a lot of people to go to college. And so that whole idea of money has always been very intense for me mm-hmm. and scary because it's like, but it's, it's that lack, that feeling of right. lack. And so when things would come my way or things would be, be better, I would always be scared that I was going to lose it. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Right. And so I, I got to a place where I just remembered thinking I read somewhere somebody said in money is just energy flowing in and out of different people's homes and hands, and it's not really yours ever. Yeah, so really you know, just think about it kind of like that. I
2: think another thing too for uh, mindset shift on you know that that lack because that is like it's a it's a, I feel like a trauma induced mm-hmm. response, right? It's just like oh, I have this money now, I can't lose it. But I, I like to think about like, okay, well, I've been here before. So I know I can, you know, there's only one way to go up. I've been at zero before and like, I've, you know, figured it out. So I try not to like, let that stress me out too, too much because I know where that could get sure. my head to. Like I can spiral and be freaking out. And then, and then maybe like you go and ask somebody for help. And then now they're, you know, looking at like, okay, no, I know how to figure this out mm-hmm. on my own. We will make it. And when you have that energy, right, putting it out towards that, situation then it finds its way to come back to you in more abundance than you probably even imagine oh yeah so
0: i agree definitely well and did i remember reading that you guys used to sell fireworks
1: yes twice a year actually my, my best friend um him and his family have been doing it for years um so maybe about five years back he um about five years this well you've been lot, doing man. it for longer yeah. than me um but five, four or five years back getting offered this opportunity to like do it with them and um that was actually something that helped us out on traveling us. yeah and, um, road too when we talk about paying out those like phone bill or insurance for a month at a time right kind of give you that that leeway to not be so stressed on the month right
2: that was really big yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean in that is a great opportunity, you know. Zoe again, another experience that she gets to get. Like, you know, even if you never work a job, like a real W two job, she's been a cash cashier. She's in customer service. She's, <laughs> you know, gotten tips at a job. Like, she's good to go. That's great. <laughs> so you can get those skills elsewhere, right?
0: Going to say, yeah. Part of working in the world is is knowing how to interact with a bunch of different people because you never know who's going to come through that door. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So that's great. Great life Mm -hmm. skill for sure. Well, we are kind of closing in on our time, even though I feel like I have a million more questions for you. And um, (laughs) Is there anything else you want to make sure we touch on that I didn't think to ask you or other ideas that you want to share with people about unschooling and living with a grateful heart and, and kind of seeking out freedom for yourself?
1: Oh, don't get us talking about living with a grateful heart. This podcast will never end. Right. So <laughs> we feel like we can also
2: talk forever because we just are so passionate
1: about this stuff. But um, I think truly, 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 man, is um I, I know we touched on homeschooling, but I think this world, and I've noticed this a lot, um I think people, the support, right? Whether that be. Obviously, it should be your partner. So if, if you're listening, and not supporting your partner. Hello, wake up. <laughs> yeah. if, if the support is big for your partner. But even just the daily support to your strangers, to your neighbors, I think um, just daily support to humans, uh, I think that's a that's huge thing that kind of can lack at times. So try to just make sure that that is uh, some of the conversation being out there. So, hey, guys love strangers too you know right i don't mm-hmm. have to know you to love you right? like that be being your driving force like, love is like a huge word like i don't have to know you to love you or you don't have to do nothing special for me to love you i just love you because you're a human being yeah. and we're all on the same journey
2: together like we're having the same experience and uh, you know yeah lead with love that's the biggest thing and if you're you know deciding on homeschooling and you know you're scared about it or anything like that realize that Right, do it scared, but also realize that the important part in homeschooling is not the schooling part. It's the home part. It really is. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can just master that, they will be okay. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's, I mean, I've read that before. And it's just like, it's so
0: true. We're going to put that on a t shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I'm telling you, there, there's so many little nuggets in here that I'm like, okay, that's a t shirt slogan. That's a t shirt slogan. You know? Yeah, Maybe y'all we, need to do a t-shirt do plan business. We
2: getting apparel out. Right. It's funny. This literally, yeah, we've been working on some, working on some shirts, actually. Um, we, we're we trying to get all of our things together. Um,
1: yeah, we were as um, maybe not as active online last time on the road. Yeah. Um, but we definitely want to make sure that the presence is out there. Because all the other presences are out
2: there. Right.
1: So we've got to make sure we're out there.
2: Shout out to Trippy.
1: Yeah.
0: Gosh, that's great. Yeah. No, I think the whole like apparel thing and internet um, and t-shirts, you know, especially, I mean, I think the homeschool community, <laughs> they're like a, a great audience for it. <laughs> um, but people yes. in general, anything about the positivity and kind of, because people feel it, you know, that energy is, is contagious and people want to feel good and feel happy and not focus so much on the negative. Not that the negative should be ignored, but it can be right. overwhelming and it can actually cause you to focus too much on it and forget about all the good stuff, right. you know, because our brains are kind of wired right. to look right. out for that scary, the negative, the fear, because it's like, Oh gosh, you know, I have to protect myself. And um, yet there's so much goodness and so much joy to be had. If you kind of turn your, turn your uh, view a little bit to that other side, you know, you might see something different. So that's, that's amazing. Absolutely. Um, well, thank you both so much for spending time with me and, if you're ever in North Carolina and ever in Charlotte, you need to come by. Oh, okay. We need, we need to meet. Um,
2: yes, absolutely.
0: You're welcome here anytime. <laughs> For sure.
2: We haven't um, technically hit off North Carolina. We've only driven through it in the bus. So it's definitely a state that has to get checked off because we always say that it doesn't count unless we sleep there and oh, like okay. do an activity okay. there. So yeah.
0: North Carolina hasn't North hasn't
2: California. got like
0: two. That's or, right. right. Oh my gosh. There's so many beautiful places <laughs> yeah. here. Charlotte is an amazing city. It there's it's so beautiful and lots the of Queen cool city, things. Right? Yes, it is. It's the Queen City. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yep. <laughs> yep, it is. Well, thank you again. And
1: well, Mister, you're awesome. Thank you, so much. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Yeah, this was great. Oh god, you <laughs> you're so nice. Thank you. I this is this is a passion project and it's, you know, it's like you said that fear. Yes. I just said I'm doing it. I don't care. I know I'm not an expert, I, I'll learn as I go and you know, what about I mean, that's what I'm trying to teach right. my kids is just go, try right. it so how am I not exactly. going to do the same um, thing? Yes. <laughs> I got yes. to practice yes. what I preach. <laughs>
1: oh, I love it. I love it.
0: Lead with love. Homeschooling is about getting things right at home. Be the light. Love strangers, not because you are getting something from them, but because they are human beings. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. The beauty is in the lesson. If there is one thing I have learned so far on this journey that we call life, it is that sages come in all shapes and sizes. Today, you got to hear from two of them who are traveling the country with their children on a renovated school bus they bought for less than $1,000. Nikki and Devon are amazing examples of living a life of intentional choices, one day at a time. Follow their journey on Instagram at life.long.learners. As always, stay curious, stay connected, and stay aware. Until next time.